Oh, yes. Shouts to Rebecca Black, because it's Friday. Oh, yes. It's backdoor cover. Brad Key, hit the high corn. Let's go. What's good, everybody? It's Friday. It is July 22nd, 2022. 7 22 22. I'm Micah. I'm joined by Brad. We are here to talk about some sports and some other stuff. Brad, how are you, buddy? What's up, brother? Well, it's, it's good to be uh, on the mic with you again. Did you like my Rick Ross reference? 222. Yes. Yeah. She in room 222. In the year of 2022. Here we go. Little mama's super thick. She says she 22. That's, it's, you know, it's poetry. That is poetry. Yeah. Can't say anything else. I'm watching. Indeed it uh, is. I'm watching the uh, ESPN Plus feed of the 3M Open, the PGA Tour Championship or tournament that's going on right now. A um, lot exciting. of lot of scrubs there uh, after Open Championship week. I, I'll tell you what, but I'm gambling nonetheless and having a good time. Oh, good. Well, that's good. I I got uh, two invites for football gambling pools uh, today, and I immediately signed up. Uh, what kind of football? College. Uh, I think they're pro. I don't even know. Arena I honestly League. don't know. Yeah. Anything. I just saw there was a Facebook post. Yeah. There was a neighborhood Facebook post and I owe people money on Venmo. And mm. I'm like, yes, I'm in. I'd, I'd sign up for a Canadian league right now. I'm ready for football. <laughs> Do you feel you football coming back into our lives? Cause it's, it's starting to come. It's got a different feel though. It's the college football has got something weird going on with it where it's just not the same as it used to be, or it just doesn't have the same, it doesn't hit like it used to, Micah. But maybe I'll, I'll that'll change. But it's just lacking that something right now with all the conference realignment shit and whatever. I don't know why that's hurting my school spirit. Uh, perhaps it's because Missouri has stunk like crazy for the last couple of years, and that's also deterring my. Oh, we're back, school. baby! Oh, we got blue uh, chips, no, man. I, we stacking the chips right now. We got all sorts I of do, commits coming in. Yeah, I do tend to agree with you. All of the distraction and stuff around. Uh, the you know the future of college football it makes it a little harder to get excited about what should be a pretty fun season. That and you know the continued dominance of Alabama and Georgia and you know there aren't a lot of new teams bubbling up. Can we just go uh, back we'll to the good old We're, Big Twelve days where we got to beat the shit out of Kansas and we didn't have to see Alabama and it was just fun, you know, all fun and games, talk shit with Texas. Mizzou'd come to town once a year. Now it's all seriousness, man. It's a professional sport at this point. And, uh, you know, I think we're coming up. We're on the come up. I think Drinky's got us headed in the right direction. In term, I'm talking about Missouri for those of you who don't. Yeah, know. well, there's your Missouri minute. Yeah, I, I'm sure this has just about lost everybody who's, who's a, a consistent listener. But uh, that's kind of my holdup on the college football side. The pro football side, I'm, I'm as hyped as I could possibly be. Uh, you know, we're only like seven weeks away from uh, – the return of NFL red zone. Oh, really? What, are you talking about like the what are the what's that first like symbolic game of the year that they do every year that's stupid and it's like a a scrimmage? Oh, the, yeah. I just saw Scott Hansen posted something last Sunday that said only eight more weeks, but not for a full on full fledged NFL. I don't football. know if that's just preseason. How dare he? If they're doing preseason red zone, I can't get excited about that. No. But whatever, it's close enough. There will be so much shit going on that there will be things to talk about. Even if they're not playing games yet, they're in the offseason. There will be hard knocks. 
Who know? Do you know where they're going to Hard Knocks this year? Are they doing it? I have to uh, assume they are. Is it back? Is it back to the Cowboys? I don't even know. Okay. Well, whatever. It's just it's going to be fun regardless of whether they're playing games or not because the season is back in full effect. We'll be doing our fantasy drafts. There'll be all sorts the, of shit to talk. The Cardinals will be the Hard Knocks uh, hmm. team this year, man. Which is a good place to start considering. Uh, Kyler. Uh, what's his name? Kyler. Murray. Yeah, Kyler signed an extension yesterday. September eighth is when the, the season kicks off, and the first full Sunday will be September eleventh. Holy shit! That is real soon. Uh, that's NFL. Of course, we get that's only fifty one days. Whoa! It's soon, man. Wow! Wow! That's gonna be uh, real awesome. So that means we've got a fantasy draft in between now and then, and all sorts that's of good right. shit coming up. Um, also, yeah. you know, another big character for Arizona Cardinals that Cliff Kingsbury likes to party. Um, I have seen him on Instagram before he goes to Vegas and, and lights that motherfucker up. So he should be a uh, good entertainment television, you know, for hard knocks. Uh, well, actually the Cardinals are the hard knocks in season team. Oh, that's lame. See, all this changes, man. Can we just, oh, the, 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 the lions team? are set to be the hard knocks <laughs> training camp, <laughs> which is not as exciting. Well, shouts Detroit. They got good craft uh, beers there, I hear. So that's something. Really? And that's what I hear. Are you, do you like uh, the the Bells, Two Hearted Ale? I uh, I think it's okay. That's the one with like the, the, the fish head or something, right? Bells Double Fish Head IPA or something. Anyways, yeah, yeah they're all right. Two Hearted. It's, it's the one that Will DeFries often drinks because mm. he's from Michigan, of course. Yeah. And uh, he, after he has one and a half of them, mm-hmm. his eyes start to water because they're so hoppy. It gives his allergies, sets him off. That's so soft. That is so it, soft. Will pull it together. It's son. classic Will to freeze. Yeah, yeah. It's a, a human sock. <laughs> uh, anyway, hey, uh, for those of you who aren't soft mm. and are ready to take the next step in your life and accumulate, start accumulating some wealth. It's home buying season, Brad. Ooh. It's football season and home buying season. Uh, as we've seen recently, home prices, uh, uh, the market has softened in most places, which home values aren't going down, but the prices may be, mm-hmm. um, which sounds counterintuitive, but just follow me on this one, Brad. Just believe Let's it. say a year ago, there was a house on the market for $500,000 in the city of Boston. Okay. Do you want to know how much that house sold for on average last year, Brad? How much? $600,000. Okay. The average house was selling for 20% over listing price. Okay. So last year you were buying a $500,000 house for 600,000. Mm-hmm. And you had to make that 100k up cash. Mm-hmm. Now, a $500,000 house is selling for $500,000. Hey, yes. Interest rates have gone up. And yes, you're not going to be able to lowball somebody and and bid 450 on a 500. That's not happening either. But I'd rather have a $500,000 house for $500,000, keep that 100K in my pocket, and pay 6% interest, than, you know, have, pay 600 for a $500,000. It seems house. like houses are sitting on the market a little bit longer every single day, at least it recently. It seems that way. Which There's is a good a thing. Because if you're looking to buy, that's a good thing. If you're looking to sell, that sucks. But if you're looking for a mortgage lender and looking to buy, this is your. Uh, this could be a good time right now. Find that's something right. that's been on the market the ninety days and, and lowball those motherfuckers. Well, don't lowball anybody. Don't yeah. waste my time or yours or anyone else. <laughs> oh, but, Micah, come on, buddy. We're here to we are here to hustle and nothing but hustle. 
We're looking for uh, deals. I don't, I don't like being known as a hustler. Oh that's yeah, that's not really. That's you don't like to be a used car salesman. That's not what we're trying that's to not do here. Game. We're not trying to lowball anybody, but we're trying to get you in a fucking house, Boom. or an apartment, or a condo, or whatever you want to buy. Buy it. Let me change the Did narrative. Did you know for that you. according to the Federal Reserve, Brad? Yeah. The average homeowner has forty times more wealth than the average renter. Well, that's that makes sense because every time you make a mortgage payment, you are paying yourself as opposed to your landlord. That's exactly right. Do you know what the 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 interest rate is on renting, Brad? Is there one? It's a hundred percent. Yeah, you're just you're paying. getting no equity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. That's a good. That's a really nice little spin there, Micah. That is I'm just nice running. Spin. I'm running all my sales pitches past you. Yeah. To see it until you until you like one. Next thing you so, know, Micah's gonna say, "Grab the bull by the horns," and and you know, giddy up. Yeah. No. Shoot, you miss every shot you don't take, type stuff. So yeah. Well, I got one more for you, Brad. Is, okay. And this is a sports podcast, so I think people will like this. Okay. Get in the game. Oh. That's Schedule it? a oh. risk-free home buying consultation with me today at michaelweiner.com. You can just set a time on my calendar. We'll chat for 15 minutes. I'll hear about what you're looking for. And I can tell you what the market looks like and how it may work. We can do loans in 44 states. So even if you're outside of Austin or Texas, we can still help you anywhere in the state of Texas. We can get you taken care of in no time flat um, and beyond. Even if you're in one of those states that we can't lend in, I'm happy to have the consultation with you. MicahWeiner.com. All right, we're done with the promotion. It was a good one, Micah. It's a good promotion. Thank you. Yeah. Here's something I want to talk about, Brad. Okay. The person who, one of the people I despise. Mm. Let's go with Jimbo Fisher. Yeah, that's a long list. I'm glad that you specified. Yeah, well, and there's another one in this the uh, SEC East that I despise. We'll get to him, Kirby Smart. Uh We'll get to that in a minute. But okay. Jimbo Fisher was the last coach to speak at SEC Media Days this week. And uh, of course, people, for some reason, when Nick Saban spoke earlier in the week, no one asked him about his feud with Jimbo. Not a single person, which is just kind of hilarious. He's got better so shit to SEC do. SEC Media could go so soft on him. No, it's because Saban just got better shit to do. Well, I, that's I would, probably true. I would too. reserve but Nobody even asked him the question. Yeah. Anyway, so, of course, it's the first question for Jimbo. And uh, he gives the winding – I mean, I can read the whole thing. Let me read it. You want to read it? Okay. We saw each other at the SEC meetings. I have great respect for Nick. Had a French, a great friendship with Nick. I respect him very much. We all learn from different circumstances, which we have. I have no ill will, no anything to him. I have great respect when we coached and have done a lot of great things together. We're from the same part of the country. You know what I'm saying? But we never talked this way. We never called and talked and did anything. We just, we're just like how we always were. Okay. Okay. Whatever that means. And then at the podium, here's where things get interesting to me. He continued. Unfortunately, our thing went public. Sometimes that happens in this world. Nothing is private anymore, is it? Mm. What are you talking about, Jimbo? That's that's deep, man. That's deep. No, that's bullshit. (laughs) Jimbo Fisher called an unannounced press conference the day after Nick Saban criticized him. And and he called every camera in front of him and went on like a 15-minute rant. He didn't answer questions. I mean, I think he did, but he started with a statement. 
That is different than keeping something private, you fucking buffoon. Yeah, you know how to make something not go public? First of all, I wouldn't have a press conference to address it. That would be the first thing I would do if I didn't want something to go public is mm-hmm. set up a press conference so I could tell you and t- like say inflammatory shit too. It's not like he had this press conference and tried to de like he went scorched earth. Yeah, he went off on the motherfuckers. So and before some Aggie gets at us and says, "Oh, well, that was a scheduled press conference to talk about recruiting." Okay. It, uh, we all saw the press conference. He got up on stage on on the stand and went on a five minute tirade about how Nick Saban was a piece of trash before he answered a single question about anything else. It was ridiculous. And the fact that he would sit here two months later and say, oh, nothing is private anymore. Is it? What the fuck are you talking about? This is this is be, it's just insanity. This is an insane take. So from a total bozo. I kind of like it, Micah. I kind of like Jimbo too. I I want I want him to stir some shit up. Like they're a bunch of children with fucking millions and millions of dollars, and if their little ego gets hurt, they come out and they throw their little hissy fit. And it's good television. And it's good time. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I kind of condone this behavior. I want to see some drama. I want okay, uh, I, I want the shit on my what? TV. Okay, let me let me take a step back. Okay. I don't I don't mind the behavior. Okay. Okay, like you like stunting. Like he, he just. He just I mean, we talked him. about this before. I'm sure. I I would not like if my head coach at my university. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna sound so fucking holier than thou, but <laughs> if my head coach at my university uh-huh. went on a tirade like Jimbo did against Nick Saban, I found it childish and petty and ridiculous, and like just not becoming of a guy who's making $10 million and who's representing my universe. Mm. That being said, every Aggie I talked to fucking loved it. It was like, yes, that fan base loved that behavior. Absolutely loved it. So Jimbo was, you know, in his own way, he was right to respond the way that he responded. Oh, definitely. My problem is you can't just show up two months later and just be like, Oh no! I how I thought things were supposed to be private. Yeah, you can't well, be a private I mean, bitch like that. Like, I do agree you think with that. we're all totally fucking morons? It's just so disrespectful to people who think. Maybe he just isn't thinking. That could be part of the problem here. He hasn't. Well, put, he, he hasn't to put two plus two together to realize that putting out a press conference and talking about it is going to make something go into the public eye. Uh, interesting, Micah. I like. I'm, just, I'm like, with it's you. It's just it's maddening to to. You're just not a serious person that anyone could stand in front of a microphone and say, remember that thing I did two months ago? You, that's your fault for intruding. Things should be personal. What <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? Micah, it, it, you know, you said you don't, you would be embarrassed if your university uh, engaged in this kind of behavior. If we keep, if, if Drinkowitz keeps on stacking these blue chips, baby, uh, Saban may be coming after us. Cause, cause we got, know, the, I, we are on the recruiting trail, baby. We are rocking. Well, I, I certainly support it's wide that. receiver. Just, you, baby, we got. I'm just got coming after everywhere. Jimbo. Yeah. Well, I'm just hoping that we get involved in the, the narrative here. I want to be. I want to be called out for cheating, and I want to beat the shit out of Saban. And those are two things that oh, Jimbo I 100 want. Both those things to happen. Yeah, I, I, want, I want people his mad mentor. at us. Uh, the Missouri is doing all sorts of shit to it's, to like. I want that to happen. That's fine. Yeah. I don't want my coach to call a press conference and just act like a baby. Uh, but that's fair. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, we're, I like, and I towards. get it, and I understand why Aggies are like pumped about it because mm. they they're fine with it. But 
And I'm just mad at Jimbo. I'm not even mad at him. I'm just, he's just a buffoon. And that's all. That's all. I want. That's what I want to get off my chest. There was Micah's beef of the week. It was a good beef. I like it when you beef with Jimbo too. And Aggie Nation for that matter. That's always a good time. Some, some good polarizing uh, topics of conversation. You know, Mike, I think we really missed out on um, a business opportunity to consult uh, college athletes on how to make money off their likeness. I think we should have created a business and figured out how to get people set up so they could they could monetize that Instagram feed. They could get on podcasts and make appearances. They could sell some merch on their different channels. Like, we're fucking well-suited to do that, and we didn't even think about it. Yeah, here's the thing. I, I, does anyone really care? No, but they the college students need to know how to make money, and I'm sure that they've got all sorts of people in there. No, 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 but my, my point is, like, I know there are probably boosters that would, would give money, but, like, if you tell me that the stud – you know, stud linebacker for the University of Texas now has a podcast. Mm -hmm. Like, I just don't care. I really don't care what a 21-year-old has to say, even if he's like the biggest star in the sport. I'm not saying he starts his own podcast. I'm saying he makes appearances. He builds his, perso his well, that's personality. Well, that's, that's even more, Brad. If uh -huh. if we announce tomorrow that uh -huh. we have Bijan Robinson or the biggest stud on campus, UT, mm -hmm. it's coming on our podcast tomorrow, we're going to pick up like, 20 listeners. I know this it's, is for the, this is, I'm talking about from the athlete's perspective. We're helping. No, them. I, no I, and I agree with you. My okay. point is, I just don't think that, that people care okay. about like there. And, and I'm saying this because uh, like Curry is, is looped in with, uh, I think it's Aaron Murray, the quarterback who used to be at Georgia mm -hmm, mm -hmm. has started some players United agency thing mm -hmm. where players get paid to show up on podcasts. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I just don't give a shit. Uh-huh. See, I'm not even thinking about it from a paid perspective. I'm thinking about it from growing your Instagram and your social media channels perspective so that you can sell shit and you can have sponsorship dollars to run through your social media channels while you're famous. Who knows how long that'll last? And that's yeah. all I'm saying is creating some sort of consultation, whatever. You, we could be but some like, sort of agent. What kind of weirdo cares about the life of a 20-year-old college kid? Well, the kind of weirdo who makes money. Like, this is, would be a money-making venture. The idea would be to help people who are no, no, no. I, I agree. Okay, it makes sense if you're getting paid because of it. Yes, that would be my, the idea. My larger question is: Is there really an audience that cares? Mm, that's the question. And maybe there is. I just I, don't I know. Think any there of certainly is. I think those college kids can sell the shit out of stuff. I think they have so much of the local community's eyeballs on them, and they care. And like, they carry weight. What they say carries weight. And if like to support those guys, it strengthens your football team, like buying their stuff, whatever. I think there's ways you could position that, make a whole bunch of sales of all sorts of stupid, silly shit that whatever, it's probably still cool and it's stuff that people need. And yeah, these kids are making some, a, a good living while they're in college, while they're not professional athletes. And then, you know, they transitioned on into the NFL, which we could probably grow this, this consulting business into a professional venture as well as they move on. But anyways, long well, that short, changes the whole equation. I just want to be involved in uh, repping uh, professional athletes. That sounds like a good life. Well, now you can do that with college kids. So if mm. there are any, uh, any kids out there that are, uh, you know, college football players that want to be represented by MWBK media, we are available. I'll set that Amazon storefront up for you. So fucking fast. We'll be hey, just maybe we'll get you an early all bird. day. Maybe we get you an early bird, uh, you know, get you get you a little endorsement when early bird comes back. You no, know, it might be tough there. You, It might be dicey to endorse something that's going to make you fail a drug test. Just saying. 
Oh, come might on. be dicey. Do they even do drug testing anymore? Why would they? I guess they got to for steroids and shit, but yeah, uh, but for weed, it, I guess it depends it, on the state you be in. Well, yeah. how about if you're in the state of Georgia, like Kirby Smart, mm-hmm. who signed a new contract for ten years, one hundred and twelve and a half million dollars. Mm. A whole that is now. that works out to nine hundred thirty thousand dollars a month for ten years. For ten years. Probably guaranteed. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, worst case scenario, you have a shitty season, you get fired, and you get paid all that money for doing nothing. Like, you pretty much, you're just coasting at this point. I just remember when Mac Brown became the first coach to make $5.2 million. In a year, though, right? A year, yeah. And so that means every time he walked to the mailbox, that <laughs> means he was making a hundred grand a week, which feels pretty good. Why didn't he just Kirby's pay with his own money? That. He should have been paying players with his own out of his own pocket with, at that point. Kirby's now making like what two ten a month, two two ten a week. Mm. That's pretty good. Uh, and then somebody, of course, dug up a uh, an old quote from Kirby that said, "What I can't accept is for some young man getting ten thousand dollars a month for four years or three years of college. That's one hundred twenty k a year." What do you think he's going to do with that? Is that actually going to make him more successful in life? Because I promise you, if you handed me 10K a month my freshman year of college, I probably wouldn't be where I am. I believe that. So it's always good to know that players shouldn't be making 10K a month when you're now making 930K a month. Mm. Jesus, that's big money. I mean, also these kids playing for his university are coming in as basically full-grown adults like they're not freshmen in college like stupid people coming like a dumbass kirby smart wherever he went like they are preparing to go into the nfl if they're going to georgia like these are four and five star recruits and they're prepared to deal with money that comes into their life like in a much more advanced way than kirby smart was or probably even still is so fuck off kirby money makes life comfortable man like get the fuck out of here if you can make money you should make money that's all there is to it uh, and by the way, yeah. if you want to make money, the NFL Hall of Fame game is only two weeks away, August 4th. That's the one I was talking about, the dumpster fire game. That's less than two weeks away because it's on a Thursday. So usually we have our draft like right around that time, don't we? No, we normally wait till the second or third week of preseason. Mm. Anyways, I am, uh, I'm ready to repeat as the, uh, the winner of last year, our fantasy league last year. I got some bad news for you, Micah. What's that? Uh, so we decided at my recommendation to put last year's winnings into Bitcoin at the beginning of the season, and then Ooh. we paid out with Bitcoin. Uh, I think yes, we I bought in this. like around the 50K range. It climbed up to $65,000 a share and looked real tasty. looked like a great idea. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's sitting around 20 grand right now. So like legit, like more than more than 50% down since uh, I got that, that nice little influx. So, you know, sometimes you're smart. And sometimes you're just a big, stupid idiot. And, uh, yeah, sometimes you should cash that. Well, shoulda, woulda, coulda. I'm going to sit on that bitch, and maybe one day I'll just look up, and I'm rich as hell. Who knows? Well, to the moon, Brad. With my to fractional share of <laughs> Bitcoin, which is a fake currency. Uh, anyhow. <laughs> yeah, that was Crypto Corner. That was your Crypto Corner. Uh, I, I hope we do it again this year. Fuck it. <laughs> 
It was really hilarious, actually, <laughs> last year. Because I think I was about 99% sure you were joking. I was dead serious. We were in the group chat, and you're like, hey, how about we just convert this to crypto? I was like, and then all of a sudden, like, Bitcoin four, now. four guys were like, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's do it. All the finance guys were like, oh, yeah, do it now. Yeah, let's Go. do it. And, uh, hilarious. Well, you know, probably, probably should have sold it when I was a little higher up, you know? It'll be back. It always does. All right. I think that's it for us. Do you want me to play? Yeah, big boy. Yeah, let's get out of here. Uh, we'll be back next week. Really enjoying uh, the catch up. And mm-hmm. uh, until next time, mm-hmm. michaelweiner.com. <laughs> bye bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>